0: Welcome to the University Star NFL podcast. Yes, we still need a name, we're looking for it if you have one. Um, joining me, Matt Gervet, senior sports reporter, uh, sports reporter Donovan uh, Jackson. Welcome, uh, another, we've kind of took a week off from the NFL, not because we didn't love it, but just because time got got in the way. But we're here to talk about the beloved National Football Association that we have. Um, and we'll start, I think that's something that hits close to home, and I think a lot of viewers will care, listeners, excuse me, will care the Dallas Cowboys, not America's team because everyone hates them personally, Ooh. but we'll talk about the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> for a bit. They are 2-1 and one heading into a Sunday night matchup against the New Orleans Saints. The state of the Cowboys, three weeks in, a lot of things have happened. What are you guys thinking right now about the Cowboys?
1: I'm thinking it's going to be very big, you know, um, just because they need to get as many wins as they can right now to try to keep close that window. Um, without Dez and Tony, we got to try to stay above 500. You know, the rest of the NFC East – is one and two right now i believe so it's very um attainable to win the nfc east right now we just gotta um hopefully we didn't can just <laughs> guide us through this problem right now that we're having um you know there's not i think dez is supposed to be back week seven hopefully is what stephen jones i read was saying in his interview um, you know tony's gonna be a while at least eight weeks but i feel like as long as we can keep our heads above water, the NFC East is looking very um, easy. We can win the NFC East right now. So.
2: Yeah, the NFC East is looking pretty poor with three one and 1-2 teams. The Cowboys are 2-0 oh against the NFC East, which is nice. The The Falcons came out and they beat the Cowboys this week, but i got to give a lot of credit to the Falcons. That's a pretty good team offensively. Julio Jones looks like the best receiver in the NFL. I don't know what you guys think. But 12 mm-hmm. catches, 164, two TDs. That's pretty good. And Matt Ryan, he's clutch and under pressure. They put up 438 yards offensively. The Cowboys' defense could have played better. Sean Lee did did all he could have done. But Falcons look good, but I still think the Cowboys are very in, in a very good position to get to the playoffs and make to,
0: some noise. To me, the injuries happen at a good time. Yes, because, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you don't want to lose Dez, you don't want to lose Romo, you don't want to lose those guys, but if you lose them in week two, week one, and you get them back in week 10 11 they have four to five weeks to get their bodies ready for the playoffs which is what the cowboys want to see they're looking for that super bowl run honestly they're looking for that deep playoff run at least to have them theoretically backed by then, that's good also it comes at a good time because of the division the nfc East is in a state of disarray the redskins i thought i've played all right for the first three games but they're still not a threat the eagles offense has looked a Abismal. Even last week they got their first win, but they, they look abysmal offensively. Their defense, DeMarco Murray's not panning out as well as they thought they would. The New York Giants, honestly, should be 3-0. Yeah. and And I, I think they're going to be an interesting. I thought they'd be good. last. I, th- I picked them to make the playoffs a couple weeks ago. I'm still with that. Um, but their ho- inability to hold a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter is going to kill them if it continues. So the Cowboys, as much as I say, are still good. But the thing I will say, they lose to the Saints. They're 2-2. Two and two. Then they play the Patriots who are angry and just want to beat everyone on a bye, by the way, so they have a week of rest. That's a 2-3 and three start to me. And then you start looking at the Cowboys being in a little bit of trouble. So that's where I'm thinking.
1: Yeah, I think this is going to be a big week uh, just because the Saints are not 100% as well. You know, um, Drew Brees might not play. They have a count in there right now. Um, but I think a big thing going into this game is Joseph Randle on the offensive line. You got off to a fast start against Atlanta. We got to get that for the whole game and then the defense. And Marinelli can just get the defense going and get in a good rhythm defensively. I
0: think Whedon, I don't think he, I mean, obviously he's not the answer, but you look at his 22 of 26, that on the surface looks good. Like that looks like that's a high completion percentage. But he only completed it to four guys, 10 to Lance Dunbar. And two to Joseph Ramble, so more than half were just to running back. So he's he's not stretching the field vertically at all. He's not taking any chances whatsoever. Dunbar got ten catches in the game. Um, the offensive line helps him. The fact that his defense is going to get better with Gregory uh, Gregory and Hardy and seems to be 39 points against the Falcons. They're a good team. I, I just think Whedon's going to hold them back, especially if you have to have him for eight weeks. That's my biggest concern. Yes, the, the NFC East is meh, but Brandon Whedon – he cannot test. He, he didn't complete a pass to Terrence Williams, which is, I guess, the number one receiver right now, right? Yep, yes, So the I will say, though, Joseph Randall, 14 carries, 87 yards, three touchdowns, was nice to see. Darren McFadden did well. The running backs seemed to be a little bit better. Maybe that gives him over the hump. Maybe they start doing that. But Brandon Weeden needs to show me something before. He just needs to show a little bit of improvement because what is he doing right now?
2: He made that really big interception, too, to end the first half, and that kind of swung the game to the opposite direction for Atlanta because after after the first half, the Cowboys scored zero points, and you're not going to win many games at all when you score zero points in the second half. I think he did all right for his first game. We'll see. They still have Matt Castle, who they picked up, who some people are predicting might even start over him. I'm not a big fan of Castle, though. I don't like a quarterback that played zero games in college. I think that's really weird that he did that at USC and he's – now an NFL quarterback, but and he's been mediocre at best, and he's an okay backup, but I still would rather see Whedon in there. But he just, wins Roma coming back, yeah, that's he all he I just, you think about. Exactly.
1: I feel like the biggest safety net for whoever does start for either quarterback is going to be Witten, of course. You know, Beasley, he's quick. He can be a good mismatch for any linebacker they have to put on the spread. Um, even Escobar can be in there, but um, until they start threatening people deep with Terrence, they're gonna defenses are gonna start focusing on the run and Joseph Randall and the biggest question is how what kind of beating can Joseph Randall take and Darren McFadden take? They're not gonna take the carries that dump that uh, Murray took last year. So I think until the offense can get something get some of that off of the offensive lines back, then that's when it's gonna become a problem if they can't do anything. Do
0: else. you think by the time Romo and Dez come back, I'll put you on the spot, do you think they're first
2: in the NFC East at that point? Yeah, I do. I think that they'll be first. And I think they'll be the only team over five hundred, maybe at five hundred at that point. Wow. you not. You don't think highly of the D- NFCs at all. No, right? I, at all.
1: the East is struggling right now. You know, we um, we already beat the Eagles in Philadelphia. Two division wins, which is yes, key. yeah. That's mm-hmm. like those two first wins were ugly, and a lot of bad things came out of those two games. But we did get the wins, and that's very big. Good thing they were both uh, division games. You know we get to play the Eagles at home, and then by the time we play the Redskins twice into the, the season, hopefully we'll have both, if not one, if not both of them back, Dez and Tony for those games. I don't
0: think they will. Think I'm gonna be the pessimist here, all well, not because I don't like the Cowboys. I'm a Redskins fan. If you don't know, they play the uh, the Patriots, then a bye, then the Giants, which I think is tough on the road. I think the Giants may be a better team with Eli, and they don't have Romo. Um, and then the Seahawks. The Seahawks. Granted the it's at home. Brandon's right at home, now. but I, but I the Seahawks are still an opponent yeah. that you got to gear up for. And then you have the Eagles, which I think by week 9 we'll sort their problems out. And then you have Tampa. So I don't I don't know. I think it, it could be, but I think it'll be really close. I think the Giants and Eagles make up the gap um, between them. So we don't want to spend the whole time on the Cowboys, though, because there's 31 other teams in the NFL, obviously. So any general storylines, things that you're looking at from the first three weeks that, like, seem to be a thing, things um, going on in the NFL?
2: A big one for me is Roethlisberger getting injured. The Steelers are – a powerful offense, and then all result revolves around Roethlisberger. In comes Michael Vick, though, coming off the street. And Michael Vick knows how to make plays. He, st- he doesn't have the speed he used to have, but he's still got a big arm. And I think him and Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown can make some
1: make some magic happen. They have so much explosive offensive players on that mm-hmm. team. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest things for me right now is the Seahawks. They're 1-2. You know, um, They just got Chancellor back. Um, I, th- I believe Russell's been playing well decent at least like I mean but I feel like they're still a respected team and I think moving forward these next couple games are gonna get them back on the right track or they're just gonna keep going downhill from there I don't think
0: they go downhill personally I mean one and two chances back their point differential is 13 which is which I look at point differential just because I that gives you a decent sense of who they are for context the Cowboys point differential is zero so I think the Cowboys I mean, the Seahawks are okay with chance are coming back. My storyline, I'm going to focus on two players and two of the best in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers and and Tom Brady <laughs> are just lighting just everything up. Like
1: Tom's just playing angry.
0: It Tom's <laughs> playing angry. I saw an article on ESPN, and I think I Snapchat it to a couple people. Um, can the Patriots go 16-0? Is that a real thing? And I don't believe it just because it's just crazy. Games. But – their schedule is pretty cake. Like I don't, I don't know. Like I'm gonna look at it right now because I, I remember it being pretty nonchalant at least because you, they're playing the AFC East and that's whatever. They have the Cowboys, then the Colts, which are not the same anymore. The Jets, Miami, Washington, New York. I think, I think that schedule a little bit tougher than people give it credit for. But Brady to a, and Rogers to a point. Brady has 1,100 passing yards in three games. Oof. 1,100. Rodgers has 10 passing touchdowns and zero interceptions. He's the only player besides Peyton Manning ever to do that in the first three games. He uh, has 700 yards. His his yards per attempt are almost a career high. His total QBR is 89, which is third in the league. He, to me, is the most fun player in the NFL to watch. I had him last week on Monday Night Football. He's my fantasy team, and I was down by, like, 20. And I won by two points because he had the defense and whatever. I won by two points because Rodgers went for five touchdowns.
2: That's a good defense he beat up, too. Yeah.
0: Kansas City is good.
1: Yeah, it's he, not like they were just a weak defense. Like He was playing well.
0: He is the best quarterback in the NFL than me, and he just impresses me every single yeah. day. Undoubtedly the best quarterback. Like, he
2: hasn't thrown an interception at home in, what, two years?
0: And I'm, I think I want these two quarterbacks to continue to play this well, and I want this to be a who's going to be MVP race. That's a compelling X, race yeah. to me. Because mm-hmm. um, J.J. Watt is not in that conversation right now. I don't think he will be at the end of the year, because you have to play 16 perfect games, the defender to me, to get it. I'm looking at that. Um, Any teams through three weeks that are impressive or if you want to be pessimistic, glass half empty, like
2: disappointing? For me, a team that's really impressed me is the Arizona Cardinals, a team Keyson's not very big on. But Carson Palmer has a really good record. People need to realize that. And the defense is still legit, even though they lost their defensive coordinator Todd Bowles and Antonio Cromartie's gone, but they still have a legit defense. And that division – isn't too hard st louis isn't looking too great seattle's still good and san Francisco's not looking good at all so i like arizona this year fitzgerald
0: turned the clock back to like 2007 yes, he did. Mm-hmm. i don't even know what he's doing i thought he was <laughs> going to be dead and gone and here he is going off
2: mm. even john brown's looking all right for them too They're carson palmer's
0: a, g- a quality quarterback the thing is though for that team is he going to get hurt like he does every single year because they there's a drop off and they can't make the playoffs if that happens
2: and Mike, Chris Johnson went crazy last week yeah, too. He did like, another f- flash yes. from the past.
0: I don't know. I don't think they continue this. I'm gonna still stick on it. I really think the Seahawks still win this division. I I, I really do. Two games deficit with 13 to
1: go. That's a long season. There's a I, yeah, season. I think the Seahawks will be fine. Mm-hmm. I think for me, the the Broncos right now. You know, I I um, I feel like they're still tweaking stuff. You know, they're still trying to get stuff going. But they are 3 and 0, and you can't really bet against. Uh, Manning it doesn't Peyton. feel like they're three and zero. It's so I weird. Know it, it does. does. <laughs> it is. It has felt kind of like down. But you know, I have Damaris on my fantasy team. You know, I'm just and on my other team, I have Peyton. So they're doing well right now. Them two, It's kind of se- things seem off. But I feel like they're also one of those teams that knows they know what needs to get done to be successful. And I feel like they're going to do that. Another
2: surprising team for me: Carolina Panthers, three and zero. Cam Newton's been playing well. They just traded for Jaron Allen, which I think is an interesting pickup for them. Three 0 in a pretty easy division, they might win three consecutive. I wish Paul was here talking about it. I'm sure he would love to love to hear that. But Squeaking they,
0: out some victories there, though.
2: Yeah, it is Saints, Texans, Jaguars, and nah. they got Buccaneers next. They might start off four 0 but to to me, a
0: couple of disappointing teams because I'm glass half empty. I'm always wanting the. I'm just like I'm negative by that nature. I'll start off with the Baltimore Ravens at zero and three. That's okay. a big thing. We talked about them before. A lot oh, of was yeah. expected of them maybe win the division, maybe make a run in the playoffs. Zero and three. Joe Flacco, Justin Forsett, Steve Smith is playing well, but they're just not yes. winning games. I had at... him
1: on my bench this past week. Oh. You, did. <laughs> you did? Yes, That's I did. Rough. Forty points had him on the bench. Did you win? Yes, I won. Okay. It's well. a different league, but yes, I did. I still won, but he didn't. Wait,
0: well, like, I'm I'm pulling up there. Schedule Denver, Oakland, Cincinnati. Those are the losses. Denver and Cincinnati are good teams. Oakland's actually a surprising team. That, that
1: was 2-1, 2-1. Yes, and I yeah, so did. I have Murray as well on my bench. So that, right, he did solid. What are you doing? <laughs> I know. <laughs> what team are you managing here?
0: Um, you have a good bench if that's yeah. the case. Yeah. Um, or just a bad starting lineup. I don't know. <laughs> Another, and I'll just talk about this. We, I talk about Rodgers and Brady and the guy that they kind of feel like is the heir to the throne, Andrew Luck hasn't been the heir to the throne yes. his team is one and two they looked terrible on monday night they looked bad even worse on week one uh against the bills and andre johnson which i'll give a shout out because he has ruined all my fantasy teams i really thought he'd be good <laughs> he's been awful luck especially his offensive line
1: yes he has no protection mm.
0: and they're not he, there
1: i think he's day-to-day this week this isn't he got he injured is team, so. he
0: is and like it was funny i think they're two weeks the team who led the afc south was the jacksonville jaguars (laughs) that's crazy and right now through three games five touchdowns seven picks a fumble that's unbelievable his qbr is 30 which i'm gonna look it up right now because i just want to see how bad that is compared to other quarterbacks i'm I'm just saying like the colts offense which had frank gore andre johnson seemed to be more invigorated you know just that seemed like to be the thing and you look at it and they're not And for context, the only three quarterbacks that are worse than Andrew Luck right now Mm -hmm. in quarterback rating, get this, Sam Bradford, (laughs) Alex Smith, and Jimmy Clausen. Only three. only
2: played one game, too.
0: Yeah. Those are the only (laughs) three that are worse than Luck right now by a total QBR. So I think they they, they get better, but... I, don't, I hate to say that maybe
2: is he overrated at this point? I think nah, he is. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think so.
1: He's still great. He's going to be. I don't think he's a yeah, top quarterback. You want him in your system, even though he's <laughs> struggling right now. He's probably gone from like top three to top five quarterback right now. I think he, there was a lot of talk about him being the MVP of this season. Oh so, yeah, I mean, that was the main. Pick. That's the biggest thing about it is he's just he had these high expectations. I mean, it's only three games into the season. Not that they'll turn around and like you know make a big run, but I feel like he's going to be. He's a quarterback that any franchise would want on their team.
0: I like Luck, but I think the hype has gone a little bit too far in the sense that let's see him do it first. Yes, he made the AFC Championship last year and he had great numbers, but all this—he's the best quarterback in the NFL right now. All this talk and the MVP thing and this Colts making a Super Bowl run—I never was really a thing. I just think they're a flawed team, and I think you've seen that through three games that they're just flawed. Their biggest advantage is that their division is not very good. I think Mm -hmm. they still win it. I still Luck probably throws for forty touchdowns and. Maybe 15 picks, and that's still fine, but I don't. The, for me, I don't think they're going to go that far in the in the in the conference.
2: Mm-hmm. Another disappointing team for me: the Detroit Lions, 0 3. Went to the playoffs last year, made some noise. They think they should have beat the Cowboys. I mean, Calvin Johnson's been doing okay. Stafford, I'm just not a believer in him. Just don't see it. He's got a big arm, but I don't know. He's in all these commercials now. Like I think he's getting to his head a little bit. I've seen him in two commercials now. <laughs> Got, I think well too now a, too anyone a can be a commercial yeah. Luke McCown. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. nice. yeah. I thought it
1: was funny that they Sideways. aired that like before Reeves even got here. Now he's playing. I just I like, said that like really. backup
0: quarterbacks are getting it. So I don't know. Um,
2: yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> football kind of lends itself to fantasy football, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's a big thing. I started DraftKings last week. I'm gonna dig myself in financial debt or pay for my student loans. It's either or um, with this DraftKings. But anyone that like fantasy wise has been amazing or not as good as you thought.
1: AP finally woke up and actually decided to do something for me. You know, the first week he got me, like, I think six points, eight points, something like that. He's leading the league in rushing. Yes, but now these past weeks he's just exploded. So, I mean, that's good. That's one of the big things for me. I Like you said, Calvin. Calvin hasn't really done much for me either. He did all right this week. Yeah, and then um, Tom Brady, of course, he's just going off for me. So, I'm not really – I got I to gotta start Teddy Bridgewater this week. So, we'll see how that goes. <laughs>
2: yeah. He could be all right. Who is Minnesota playing this week? Uh, I think
1: they're playing – they're playing Denver, so uh, I don't know. That's a tough defense.
2: Salib's yeah. good, yeah. And Vaughn Miller's been wrecking shop on people. He's probably the biggest reason they're 3-0 is Vaughn Miller. Their
0: defense is what's going to keep them up afloat. Mm-hmm.
2: It's looking really good. For me, disappointing.
0: Andre Johnson, just... He's seven catches on 18 targets. Um, Luck on three interceptions when he's targeted. He has, like, 50 yards. He No separation. He didn't get a single catch last week. No catches, one target. He's not himself. He used to be the best receiver in the NFL at one point, or at least top two, top three. He was consistent, just, and then he gets a good quarterback once in his life. The irony of ironies, he played with terrible quarterbacks with Houston. Just all, f- all, yes. all you can name them. Schaub, whatever, all of them. He does well, 1,500 yards, you know, normal six, seven, eight touchdowns. The year he gets a good quarterback, and everyone's like, this is the year Andre Johnson just steps up. I know he's old and now he just looks decrepit. It's sad. I drafted him really high to believe in that, and I think I'll lend it over a little bit. I think C.J. Anderson is a little bit disappointed too, but Matt can talk
2: about that. I think a little bit is a little bit of an understatement. He was a first-round pick on a lot of teams, including mine, actually both of mine, (laughs) and he has averaged three points a game for me. Um, C.J. Johnson or Chris Johnson would have been a better pickup than him. Anybody in the NFL would have been a better pick than him. Lance Dunbar is getting more points than him. I think he's going to do better because I don't think he can do any worse. Ronnie Hillman is now officially vulturing him all day. It's getting a little ridiculous. And then also um, another guy who's been disappointing. I'm not going to say disappointing yet. Todd Gurley didn't look good in his first game coming in. I think he might do well in the upcoming season. He's got a couple rough matchups with the Seahawks and the Rams. That's – something I've always been against with getting NFC West players as you go against those teams a lot. And also, I've always been against drafting tight ends in the first round. But I think this year proves that if you're going to get Gronk, go get Gronk. He's worth it. He's worth it. He is (laughs) crazy good. He's Brady's number one target. He he makes Brady – he doesn't make Brady. They may make each other. But Gronk is a player that needs to be on your team.
0: As we look at week four matchups – what is the one that you looking for that you excited about, just as a football fan that you want to see the result for?
1: Uh, biggest game I want to watch, of course, Cowboys. You know, I love the Cowboys so. I think how we said earlier is gonna be a big game. Um, this could go good. You could be three and one, or you can be you know it can go bad. Two and two heading to the yes, Patriots. I know and off of on a bye week. So, but I think the biggest upset I'm looking for, I'm definitely gonna look for the Jacksonville over Indianapolis this week. That I think is Bortle, bold. Bortles can go off. You know, uh, T.J. Yeldon. You know, I feel like he can go off. I'm, I'm thinking about starting him in my flex this week. I feel like it's gonna happen. Okay.
2: Um, for me, I, I am looking at this Chiefs Bengals matchup. I think. That's a matchup of two teams kind of going in different directions, but I think after this game they'll be closer together. With the Bengals being 3-0, the Chiefs 1-2, that can make or break the Chiefs' season and could really help the Bengals out. And that could also play in at the end of the season when it comes to the wild card matchups. Both those teams, the Bengals right now look like the favorite to win the North, but they could easily fall off. And the Chiefs I don't see winning the West, so I could see that being a big matchup. Also Rams-Cardinals, another West matchup. Um, I think that's a big game just for that, that division as well.
0: Um, and then for, <laughs> and I think the matchup I'm watching for is Ravens-Steelers. Um, that's a big game for me, a swing game, because if the Ravens lose on Thursday night, they're 0-4, and they that's a huge hole to come out of. I don't think it's happened. It rarely happens in the NFL, and they're a team that, for the Steelers too, if they're 3-1, and and especially if the Bengals lose. Or even if they win, they keep pace with the Bengals. They keep that one-game margin. And I want to see Le'Veon Bell as a fantasy owner. I want to see Antonio Brown. I want to see Michael Vick, actually, too, yes, like how he how he fares against this Ravens defense. I think it'll be interesting. Um, and the Ravens can't lose this game. And it's a huge game. Raven Steelers is arguably one of the best rivals in yes, football. They not, hate each other. It's in Heinz Field. It's going to be cold. Not that cold, but it's going to be a Thursday night game. And those games are kind of interesting because both teams are never ready for Thursday night. Um, My bold prediction w- is for this week, I think it'll be the Saints will beat the Cowboys. Not saying that Ooh. because the Saints – not because I don't like the Cowboys, but I think the Saints are at home. 0-3, oh, it's time. It's time for the Saints to show who they are. Drew Brees is coming back probably. I think C.J. Spiller would be more of a factor in the offense. Mark Ingram's shown some things. He's done well. Brandon Cooks is trying to make up for the deficit of uh, Jimmy Graham. I don't think the Saints are better. But I think if I have to put it down to a close game, which I think it will be, or around there because of the home field and everything, yeah. I trust Drew Brees infinitely more than Brandon Whedon. I just don't know how he can give the Cowboys enough to get the victory. And I think the Saints
2: pull off their first victory of the year and give the Cowboys some, something to think about. Yeah. My bold prediction, this one might be a little crazy, but Aaron Rodgers has always struggled with the 49ers. Uh-huh. Colin Kaepernick has uh-huh. beat him three times, I think two or three times in the playoffs. I'm gonna go 49ers no. beating Green Bay at home. No, I'm doing it. Colin us. Kaepernick is gonna show up, us. and for some somehow, some way the 49ers are gonna pull it out against Green Bay. That's a good bowl
0: prediction. He took the word Bowl yeah. and took it another level. Um, it was funny about Kaepernick at one point. He has five for 10, <laughs> and four of those quick. So he completed mm-hmm. nine passes, five to his
2: own team, four to the other team. <laughs> Something, so. about, something about him against the Packers, though he shows up against Maybe. them in the playoffs. And he's done in, it twice. It's in it's in it's in San Francisco. It's where Rodgers is from too. It's an interesting situation. I think the, the Packers kill them. I think it's just. It's God, gonna be, I, I
1: feel I, like it's going to be blowout. Blow well. It's
0: going to be brutal. But we'll see. But it's in, that's a good bold prediction. Um, any final thoughts that we wrap up this NFL show that you want you I wanted that one,
1: one thing I also wanted to mention. I think. Arizona's hot right now. I think St. Louis' defense is going to shut them down this week. I feel like they're going to do well. I think um, St. Louis's defense has been uh, pretty good for me, my fantasy team. So I feel like they're going to do good against Arizona this week.
2: Um, I'm looking at a um, big matchup, too, Jets-Dolphins. The Dolphins have really not played well, and I think that's going to be a big game for Ryan Tannenhill's season. He needs to show up. He has not done what he's been well, – he looked great in preseason, and he hasn't done much. If he doesn't do anything against the Jets, who didn't look good against Philly – you could. I don't see Tannehill, or that money that Tannehill just got, might not look like a good idea after that. My it fi- is early.
0: My final thought, Andre Johnson, if you're listening to this humble podcast, catch the bleeping ball, catch the ball one time, just so I might be starting you because I'm desperate in my other league. Catch the ball once for your life. You're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Catch the ball. I don't care if you run backwards 30 yards. Catch the ball one time because you are a disgrace to the NFL. I do not like owning you. I'm going to drop you in a couple weeks if that happens. So, Andre Johnson, you have caught my ire, and I'm not happy about it.
2: I remember seeing a stat when he was on the Texans. I think he has the most touchdowns of anyone against the Jaguars. I think, like, 65% of his career touchdowns <laughs> against the Jaguars. Okay. It's something crazy like that. Thank you for that. that so, gives me he goes off on the Jaguars. Give me some hope. But that was a Texan. Now he's a Colt. We'll see.
0: But that's our show for today. For Donovan Jackson, for Matt Gervitz, I'm uh, Kisem Ramirez. Peace out.